Good morning, good morning. It is now Monday, the 21st of November, 2022. It is 3.12 a.m. here in St. Vincent and the Grenadines. And I just felt led to come and record this podcast. I can't remember um, if I did a podcast that is like this before or similar. But I was here listening to an interview on TVN with Priscilla Shearer and her husband, right? And um, the closer class and husband and wife. And one of the things, something they said sparked, something that they said sparked me to come and do this podcast because for the last couple of weeks, I felt the need to come and share it, even though it's so vulnerable and it's so, it's, it's not something that, it's not a battle that I have won already, something that I'm still working through, you know, something that I consistently fail at, right? It is really about how I lose my temper very quickly with those who I love. And I often wonder a lot these days why that when somebody who is not as close to me or and who is not a loved one make the same exact exact mistakes in my life face to face or virtually or what have you my reaction is completely different i am nicer i'm like understanding i'm like that's okay and i genuinely mean it i'm genuinely meaning that's okay people make, and, I, and i say stuff like that's okay people make mistakes all the time that don't stress yourself oh and i try to comfort and calm these people let them know you know what i'm not mad i'm good but when persons who i love who are in my personal life make the same mistake i move from zero to a hundred real fast and um that's something i'm working on you know and i'm talking about either my um, intended in terms of the person i'm dating or my mom those are the two persons who's closest to me in the world right now i don't make that mistake with my friends i don't think so maybe i have to examine that a bit more closely i guess too do i love my friends and my friends are my friends because presently we all lead such busy lives we're not in each other's lives every day so it's not that i love them less or we are cl- or we are less close um it's just different now so i don't and i don't think i've ever been the person with my friends to lose my temper or whatever so I, that's something i'm still kind of delving deep in but i recognize with my man and with my mother who are like the closest people in my life they're like the most you know after god you know is my family and my man you know and i i think i do the same thing with my brothers not necessarily my sisters i guess because i grew up with my brothers i didn't grow up with my sisters right um but yeah but but even more so it's worse with my man and my mother. And guess what? My man and my mother are my biggest supporters. They are my biggest supporters in every single thing I do. 
they know my deepest deepest darkest secrets and they know who i am they see me every day and they put me first before themselves you know what i'm saying but when they make a mistake i don't do the whole it's okay <laughs> i'm more like are you nuts <laughs> and listen to me i want and sometimes it just comes out without like yo and um then after i finish rant and rave about how they could have done x y and c differently and they should know better and they yeah i feel bad like let's just spend the next 60 seconds ranting and raving to them in not nicest of ways when i'm finished if uh, i um every single time when i'm finished i feel like the most horrible person in the world whether my actions were were or can be let me not say were or can be justified if somebody else were there who would have experienced who would have been exposed to what happened why i blew out whether whether it was justified or not whether it was warranted or not every single time I feel like the most worst horrible person in the world. I feel like this fake shit. I feel like Daniel, you know better but yet you don't do better. Um I feel like a hot mess. And then I'm reminded about scripture. It talks about something I think I think it's in Matthew, I think it is talks about uh um something about calm a calm voice, uh, uh, no anger is some basically. I'm paraphrasing. There's many different scriptures in the Bible where the, where where God speaks about not being angry and not raising your voice on how a calmer th- a calmer tone gets a better response than anger. And anger. and he, he he speaks a lot about. It. I think it's in Matthew. <coughs> and those scriptures come to mind, and I feel like shit. And every time I go talk to God, and I'm like, every day, I'm like, God, I did it again. <laughs> I, like, I know, Lord, yesterday I did it, today. Like, and I, I'm, 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 one of my prayer is to, one of my daily conversation with God is to get out of this phase of my life where I move from zero to a hundred with my closest people in my life. And I realize the failure my failure or my inability to, to, to my inability to presently do this is also a distraction because the guilt that comes after I don't talk is a distraction. I can spend the next couple of hours after that feeling like horrible and feeling bad and feeling guilty. So I need to figure out a way fast, 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 pronto, 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 whereby I can get over that weakness, get over that failure so that I cannot be distracted by my guilt. Because guilt and fear and shame and all those things are a distraction to my purpose. But yeah, so I don't know if anybody out there have that same challenge, yo. Yeah, and 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 also too, I find the busyness of life can make you not pause and and, and focus on on what you're doing in every aspect of your life to see where you need to correct. And not just that, sometimes you might see. You need to correct X, Y, and Z. But then you'll be so busy sometimes, you don't find the time or you don't make the time to see. Now that I have identified the problem, 
how do I make steps to correct it? What can I do? So I think I'm still, I'm still at identification. Sorry, I think I'm still at the point of identification of problem. I and I'm and I'm in transition to the phase of figuring out how to correct the problem. And in in a lot of ways, this podcast is a step to help to correct the problem. In a lot of ways, it's also like therapy for me in some ways, right? And one of the things I practice in my life right now is every time I make a mistake, because I make plenty daily, right? I hand it over to God because I say the battle is not mine, it's God's, right? And in every area of my life, he's molding me for something greater than who I am. So I have to, when I fail, and I and fail is something I would continuously do because I'm not perfect and no man on earth is perfect, right? When I fail... I, I, I try daily, not I try, daily I hand that guilt of failure to over to him. And daily I remind myself that in the greatest of stories in the Bible, God used the, not the worst of men, but the least of men. Right? When you look at different biblical stories, and not that I'm, don't get twisted, or don't assume because I'm using Bible and I'm talking about God heavily, that I'm a perfect Christian, I am a Christian, I have a close relationship with God, but as, I, as I'm clearly showing you, I make horrible mistakes daily. And I recognize as well, too, that in the Bible, and also don't think I know the Bible at the back of my head, and that's not true either. I'm still learning. I'm like, there's so much I don't know. I recognize based on the most famous stories in the Bible, God used the least of men. Persons who had, um, what we call, a bad history or did bad things not that i say i have a not that i'm saying i have a bad history or did bad things and not that i'm justifying my mistakes and my failures i'm just saying that um god could use anybody right in any situation for his glory and for his good and um i should not at any point be caught up in the fact that i fail and dwell on that and stay in failure mode i should recognize my failure ask for forgiveness repent of my failure repent for it and seek to do better and improve and in some instances while you make mistakes some mistakes are easily recoverable easily doesn't others takes a longer time and while you're in your valley as you continuously fail you must still continuously reach out to him because there's a purpose of everything that you're going through and i'm telling myself these things because logically i know these things but when the guilt comes on you don't really feel these things sometimes you have to push past and i have to push past and fight that find that inner strength to ensure that all the other things i need to do in other areas of my life is not thwarted or is not affected by this one area that is that I'm poorly performing in. And it takes a level of inner strength to do so because and I find what helps me is every single day I start I tell myself today's a new day. A new day to be excellent, a new day to be brilliant, a new day to be in contact with God and in, 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 in tune with God. A new day and everything I've done up to this point in the past has already gone. I can't do nothing to it. It don't gone. It don't. Right now is to be the best I can be for today. And for every second of today, live in the moment, be present, right? Do not be caught up in yesterday because yesterday's already gone and hand yesterday over to God. And every day to, to kind of help me to not be stuck or depressed over my poor actions of yesterday, I hang on to that and I just say, Father God, forgive me. 
And I said, Father God, help me, Father God. And I wrote one to say, Habakkuk 2 and 2 say, write the vision and make it clear. So one of the things I wrote down, let see, last week, a week before, was, Father God, help me to overcome this weakness of, of, of lashing out at those who love me and who, who would do more for me than a stranger or anybody else. Those who would lay down their life for me and put me first in every way, shape, or form. These are the person I should show the most kindness to. But however, my automatic reaction is not just kindness, is I'm automatically harsh on them and I have an expectation that is higher on them in, in, a, in a lot of ways because I guess I tell myself they're exposed to me and all the things I'm good at, they should be good at. And, and even that is a learning process as well. So for me, I, I, I consistently, like right now, as to, it was right about what, it's 24 minutes past 3 a.m. in the morning and I ain't even supposed to send this voice note yet. I supposed to go because I was listening. Um, my, I have a process where I just I get up in the morning. First thing I do is say your father prayer. Then I go and I um brush my teeth while I'm brushing my teeth. I listen up. I listen a video, um, a sermon either from Sarah Jakes or Priscilla Shero or TD or TD TD Jakes. I have a list of persons who I call my my treasure chest. You know who I listen to who. who who inspire me and who motivates me and who I must start off my morning with, right? And then I, I, some of them I categorize them as big guns and the bigger guns. I think for me, my biggest gun is Miles Monroe. That, that for me is um and um Michael Todd, right? You know, um and T D Jakes as well too. You know. And Priscilla share, but I have them in different layers, and Sarah Jakes as well too, because at different phases of my life they give me different things. And like for right now, I do not listen Miles Money <laughs> right now. I used to listen to them a couple months ago, but right now I feel as if I'm not strong enough to listen Miles Money because with Miles Money it requires a level of discipline that I think I personally don't have. Even though I'm disciplined, right? Yeah, Sammy. For Michael Todd, it's the same thing. I find when you start to listen, Michael Todd and um, and Miles um, um, Monroe, you must be ready to lay everything down on the table. <laughs> and not that I'm not, I'm not willing, you know, but you know, I guess those who follow the same in the past like me may understand what I mean. But and and I'm not saying Sarah Jakes or T D Jakes or Priscilla Shearer is less than any of those. Two, Michael Todd or Miles Monroe, they're not. They're all on the same level. But for me, um, I find who prepares me are those people. Priscilla Shearer, Stephanie Ike too. But I haven't listened to her in a while. But Priscilla Shearer prepares me, Sarah Jakes, T.D. Jakes. But ultimately, my go-to is Sarah Jakes. I find when I'm in my lowest of lows and I don't really want to talk to God or talk to nobody, and I really don't really want to do this thing called the Christian life. And I really don't want to do anything because I find this journey is too difficult sometimes. I think who I could relate to is Sarah Jakes. She reminds me that yo, you don't have to be perfect. You just have to be. And sometimes being could just be sitting in silence and doing nothing. And she reminds me that you could come back from just about anything. Because she did it. And she reminds me that she fails. She's human. But she still hangs on. And there are going to be some low moments, but hang on still. You understand me? And all of them remind me to, to not, but I think Sarah Jake speaks my language um, more. In my, so in my lowest moments, I, I connect to her even more. And as I'm preparing to do anything great or anything magnanimous, I touch base with Sarah Jake every single day. She is like, 
she is like that teacher that prepares you for camel entrance or CXC or the S or the SATs. She prepares you for university. You know, she prepares you for set the SATs. You know, or camel entrance or CXC. She prepares you. You know, she's that teacher that work with you every day during the summer and, and make sure you get it, it, it dot your eyes and cross your teeth before you head on to university. And I find it, and I find that university is Mars Monio. <laughs> Michael Todd. <laughs> right? At least those are those are some of the speakers I've been exposed to who do that thing for me. And right now I don't feel I'm in university as yet. I get, uh, uh, I don't think I'm in Christian university as yet. I still think I'm in primary school, what we call elementary school in um <laughs> the states. So my elementary teachers right now are Sarah Jakes, Priscilla Shira, TD Jakes. These are my elementary teachers, you know. I have some others, but for right now, I, the others they're on standby. I haven't been really focused on it. So for the last mostly six months, every day. I start off with a, with a Sarah Jakes. Really, and um, you think about it, even when I graduate, and I've been to university before in, in the religious, that, I hope you're not being lost on my um, examples or my, how I'm putting it across. I've been in, in my Christian university before where I've, where I've been purely listening to Michael Todd and Miles Monroe, and those have been some of the best experiences of my life. However, I always felt the kind of Oh, what is needed when you're when when you're in that phase is a level of discipline, a level of uh, mustard seed. That I think right now I'm still I'm still trying to get back there. I'm not there yet. But I'm not. What I'm also not saying is that when I am on that level, I still do listen to Sarah Jakes and T.D. Jakes and Priscilla Sherrill. I still do listen to those things. So even my elementary school teachers still come over to university with me but what 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 is prevalent though they may not be i may not engage them every single day like i did when i was in elementary and so i was but i was still engage them every week you know because no my um my intake and my consumptions of their words uh, uh, I use I take from so many different persons at that time. I would consume a lot of Miles Monroe, a lot of Michael Todd, a lot of T D Jakes, a lot of Sarah Jakes, a lot of Priscilla Shearer. I know. So and even um Joyce Myers as well too, a lot of um Joyce Meyer, um Um Joel Austin, Stephanie Ike, yo, Stephen Furtick, um um my guy Jim Rohn, um Jim Rohn the guy who, who, who listened to poor old purpose driven life, um, I find. Yeah, this, and, and my, my treasure chest is, is has a bunch of other persons that doesn't come to mind right now. And don't assume because don't come to mind right now that they, are, they do not have a great influence on me and I do not take from them. That's quite not the case. I just remember the names right now. Right, so I say all that to say this. Sarah Jakes, when I'm in my lowest moments, she just helps to just hold my hand. And in my mind, I think we're friends. In my mind, I think we're friends. The same how in my mind, I think her father and her friends to the Jakes, that my boy. Yeah. You know, I am so, it's so unfortunate that one of my dreams was to go to Women Dawa at Loose Conference. And um, he handed that over to her to her this year. And it's no longer Women Dawa at Loose. It's, woman, it's now Women Evolve. And with God's blessing, I will be going to Women Evolve, my first conference with them next year, 2023. Right, but I really wanted to go to the last woman that I lose conference this year, but that did not happen. Maybe, maybe that was not my time. 
So I will be there at Woman Evolve next year, 2023. And I, I know there's going to be a time where I meet Sarah Jakes and me and Sarah Jakes can become good, good, good friends. Because when we sit down and we talk, she can say, yo, you, you're my kind of people. And I can tell if I'm listening to Sarah Jakes all the time, she's my kind of people. She's a girlfriend. She's somebody who would be a great girlfriend to me. And I like to her. We would hit it off. Like, yeah. We have similar personalities and similar styles and stuff like that. So that, I guess, too, that's why in my darkest moments, um, well, don't get it twisted. In, sometimes in my darkest moments, me don't listen to nobody. No Christian, nothing. I want nothing to hear. All I just do is my mind tell God, God, I come into you just now. Me ready for your shit. I have, a, I, I just tell him, say, yo, like give me, give me some time to catch myself. When in those moments, you're supposed to really cling out further to him. In the past, I didn't. In the past, I just have me, me, in my mind, I tell God, yo, give me a minute. I can't deal with you right now. And I'm one thing I'm I'm working on is anytime I hit a low, completely low, low moment, which has not been very much in the last few years, thank because I've been consistently reaching out to God. But in the past, anytime I hit a low, I just kind of step aside from God and take a back seat. And I don't I don't watch no sermon and mind you not. All these messages I talk about, T.D. Jakes and Miles Monio and Sarah Jakes, I watch them for fun, eh? It's for fun, as in, I don't really watch them for, 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 for purely religious reason. I watch them because it's fun to me. So I enjoy it. What they're saying, I like it. And it, it aligns with what I what I think and how I'm going. So I watch it for fun, too. Even during the day, if I made any battle on my phone playing, and I play one of their sermons, not for no religious reason, because... I just like what they're saying and entertaining to me it's nice to me it's joyous it's you know whatever but to some to some other persons they might find that boring but to me that's a lot of fun and um and that's how i start my day granted that's not the only material i consume i still love my soccer music my dance my whatever but because of where i'm going in my life and what i'm doing um i really don't consume um that much music in that regard you know um, after I finished that, my um, I'm straight on. After I finished that, my day with um, a positive sermon message or something by Sarah Jakes mostly or T.D. Jakes, right? Or Priscilla Shira. I at least right now, I um, go straight to Crystal Tomlinson every day, Monday to Friday, and Saturdays and Sundays is different. But Monday to Friday, Crystal Tomlinson is, is is my first thing after I done do something religious. Crystal Tomlinson, that's it. Let me go. If you don't know who Crystal Tomlinson be, YouTube she. Yeah. I go to her Instagram page or her YouTube page. And, you know, and Anna Novia. Crystal's a Jamaican. Anna Novia's a Jamaican. And there is um my other friend. Um, I call them my friends. My other friend, she's Jamaican as well, too. She has the same manager like Crystal. I'm forgetting her name right now. She's older than Crystal. She's older than me as well, too. Um, what and she has a unique name, I'm forgetting it right now, but anyway, Trey. So, there's some people that I go to daily, right? And I don't know all the other than those are they're, they're like on similar tracks like myself, so then I feel I can relate to them. And then I go to um, watch Chrissy work, um, a vlog, <laughs> but you know, anyway, I saw that to say this, I forget my point. Oh, yes, I lose my temper to with those who I love. And this voice of the podcast is too long. 23 minutes in and I have lost my point and strayed and all that good stuff. Yeah, uh-huh. Right, and I'm working on ensuring that when, for example, my loved one 
mess up or they do something that is not what I expected them of them and it involves me to automatically be able to say you know what that's okay I love you still and it does not matter what is most important is you that you're okay that you're happy that you're healthy and that you are alive and still able to be with me another day another life in this life you know because we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring and we don't know how long much long we have our loved ones and we're supposed to no matter how when they mess up no matter how they mess up be reminded that it is okay because oftentimes the things that we're working on or let me hit it home to Janet, the things that Janet is working on, the, the businesses, the ideas and whatever that I'm working on is for them. And if it's for them, why when they mess up when they're trying to help me or something, I lose my cool if I'm, if I'm doing it for them. They mess up their own thing, so it's for them. You know, that rationalization is forgotten, is lost upon me sometimes. You know, and um, I crave the ability to one day very soon not be affected when they make mistakes trying to help me or they do something that affects my business or me in some particular way and it was un- everything every time they make a mistake is unintentional it's never intentional but my my i automatically lose my cool and that is not good enough that is so not good enough um when you know better you should do better you understand and I say this because I do not know who else out there is going to that same battle that I am. But let's bond together and hold on to Christ. And consistently reach out to him because he has the answer and the solution so that we can come out stronger. And be able to be a beacon and be a blessing to others. And let them know that while you may admire me in this area, I have faith in this area. But God is good and his grace is, his grace is abundant. And because of his grace, I overcame and I have overcome. And if I can do it, you can do it too. So, there is going to be a day that I do a podcast saying I no longer am doing. I no longer am losing my cool to my loved ones. I no longer that day would come and that day would be soon upon us. So, 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 I, so I leave you guys showing you here this morning that I too have failed and I too am weak. Because the only, the only perfect person in this world is Jesus Christ. And I'm not him, and I never will be. But I strive to one day be as close as possible as I can get. And I thank you, Jesus, for the ability to identify what my issues are and working towards getting them rectified in your name, in your honor. Thank you, Jesus.